Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, well done everyone. You've downloaded today's podcast. Yay. We talked about rain gauges but made it cool. That was kind of interesting. And Sam Fisher mm. as well. Yeah, talked a lot about Demi Lovato and working with her mm. and um, all the stuff going on with her and her. Is it, It's a YouTube series, isn't it, that she's it's released? It's a YouTube documentary, Do yeah. you, if, like, because Sam Fisher's good friends with her mm. now mm. and he hasn't seen the documentary now, but he talks about some of the aspects of it, does he have to send a message like, oh, sweet, I watched it, it was good? Yes. It's not, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not good. Like, mm. oh, hey, that was pretty amazing that you shared that. Like, you'd have to send a message, but you don't want to say, like, thumbs up, that was entertaining. You know, you'd say something like, oh, my God, I feel like I understand you so much more now. Have a good luck. In- or do you just pretend that you haven't seen it? No, that's rude. But then it depends you on, it depends on your relationship. It, I mean, yeah. yeah. She wants people to see it. It's not like I know, she's but you know it. what I mean? It would be yeah. weird with. Well, the thing is, when I worked with Husey and he did television shows, yeah. I would have to, if I was seeing, because I see him every day for the radio, yeah. mm. I would watch the shows because I knew he would say, what did you think of the show? Right. That's what I meant. But yeah. now I only see him every couple of months. So I don't, don't watch any of his shows. <laughs> so you didn't watch them because they were good. You just watched them because like you were Like if you were on a TV show, would you expect us to watch it? I wasn't a TV show and you never watched one episode. I did. I watched it. No, you didn't. Yeah, there was often cross-dressing. There was, yeah, I did watch it. It was in between right though. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the whole, ep- like you had a little sympathy between and I didn't like the old shows. Hmm. Oh, when you did that um, couch time. Couch yeah. time. Well, that's a tough one because you can't think like like they did an opening for it, and then they would go to like um the, what's it called Fonzie, and I hated that show. Happy days. Happy days. Yeah. Did you like Happy Days? So nah, I never, I never no, enjoyed no, no. it. So then I would yeah. have to, and then you do a little sip, it and then you have to wait again. Yeah. So you have to at least like you can sit. You can't sit down and binge Couch Time. Mm. Yeah. If you got all the clips and email them to us, I'd watch them. Then, <laughs> but see where Husey's show, I could just like. Sit there, watch an hour, and then boom, I'm done. Mm. You never watched my documentaries I've done? What documentaries have you done? About the Queen Street Wall? I tried to find that one. I couldn't find it. It was on TV. I know, but it was on the replay. Oh, oh, she's got it. It even had replays on. She's got you. Wow, look at you Yeah, guys. got you. I did one uh, last Christmas. I did a special Ooh. for Channel 9. Uh, Maddie watched it. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched that one. What was it on? It was on Channel 9. What was it about? <laughs> it was about the... Um, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> if you want... I it was a to... Christmas special, and I went around and did all the bars. I did um, MTV for about six months. Watched if you it. want to go back, thank you. Mm-hmm. Want to go back and catch mm-hmm. up on that? God, she's doing good now. I mean, you're also good, but she's doing really well. Erin <laughs> McNaught. She? Yeah, she's gone on. Uh, she did the SAS, which can I watched I say, that movie you did fabulous. with that guy. What one? The one in the restaurant. Like a short film. Mm, that was I good. Sent it to you. Mm, I watched it uh. twice. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> Can't win. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm alone, I watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> that mo- the movies you did in Canberra. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> anyway, in closing, I think if you are if you're in regular contact with someone, yeah. I like Husey's shows, but I, I don't feel like I have to watch. They're them on late. You're not going to get asked. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know what I mean. I yeah. mean, if you if, if you he see was someone doing all one, the time, oh, I guess you were doing drive, so it didn't matter. But I was like, if he was doing like one late at night, mm. and you're doing breakfast show, that's hard. Nah, yeah. nah, you get away with that. Yeah. That's fine. I think it just depends how often you see someone. Mm. That's what you'd have Maybe to he do. wants to watch it. Maybe he's looking forward to it. Maybe. It was just a question I was just trying to work mm. out. Mm. All right. Uh, when let's... you do a documentary, I'll make sure I say it makes me understand you better. Mm. I appreciate mm. that. And then we'll be like, why weren't we in it more? Friggin' hell, mate. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of the people he killed. <laughs>
You might be in it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We are now facing days of extreme weather. Let's go to our Seven News meteorologist, Tony Auden. Those severe storm warnings remain current for the southeast. I think the uh, the term that they all use is she's coming down cats and dogs, and it did. All weekend, uh, you'll probably see him on Sunrise this morning, giving that info to Koshy as well. Tony Auden, morning, buddy. Good morning, guys. Yes, cats and dogs is the official meteorological term. Because <laughs> it's all that La Nina that we've been hearing about. This is officially it, or I thought this was sort of coming to the end of it. Oh, it's very much the tail end of La Nina. We've had uh, a lot of green grass around. It's what we call a green drought, though. Much of southern Queensland is still technically in drought because we haven't filled up the dams. Having said that, we're doing that to a degree at the moment, but this uh, this flash flooding and heavy rain in the southeast is exactly missing our biggest dam. Wyvernhoe is currently in the, uh, the mid-30%. So while the coastal spots are really good, the big catchments are missing out, so we kind of That's need so a little annoying, bit of rain. Isn't that it's annoying? That's right. It's just it, you kind of go in some places. You just if you could work out how to transport mm. water mm. safely mm. and efficiently and without cost, mm. you've well, made it. If we all grabbed a main, <laughs> Mount Franklin bottle eight <laughs> and we went to the Gold they Coast, tried it in WA and it was too costly and they think, uh, never got around to it. What about New South Wales? Because we're seeing that so many people have been evacuated in places like Penrith and. Things that we wouldn't normally expect. Uh, Look, our activity here is actually off the tail end of a huge rain band that's been hovering right along that New South Wales coast for three or four days. It's still raining there. I'd call it more steady rain today, but when you've already got so much flooding, it's it's probably going to keep conditions pretty nasty for today. And then it gets worse before it gets better. We'll see a separate rain band moving from inland. It's going to combine with all this coastal rain, make it increase by probably late tomorrow. We'll see another burst of uh, likely flash flooding rain right along New South Wales and Queensland. Tiny bit of good news, though. Some good falls into Australia's food bowl, the Murray-Darling Basin. There'll be some flooding there, but longer-term gain. And then eventually, we can get that laundry done after about Wednesday lunchtime. It'll clear out sunny skies and heating up for the second half of the week. That'd be nice. Still before then, um, yeah, we need to really be careful on the roads. There's still a risk of flash flooding in southeast Queensland pretty much day and tomorrow. It was really strange all weekend. It was like, it really, you'd look out the window and you go, well, this is it for the rest of the day. And then the sun would come out and you go, oh, well, maybe we've got a reprieve. And then it would come back. And then you, and then it also looked, if you're looking out a window, it looked like it should be cold and you'd step outside and it was really hot as well. It was yeah. like, it was all over the shop. Oh, these these rainy days in Queensland are uh, nice and surprising. You go out and enjoy your two minutes of sunshine, then yeah. it's uh, bucketing down five minutes later. I did I did uh, like the rain, though, yesterday. I was hung over, Tony. Perfect. So, you know, you, know when you, wake up, you wake up with oh. a hangover and you see the rain and you're like, oh, well, looks like I have to lay here all day today. Good excuse to stay inside, Maddie, and I'm sure your lawn is loving all this rain. Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen you and your wife, though, go to the gym after a big night, and I don't know how you do that. You back it up. Uh, well, we try and get into it early. It's just you feel better afterwards. Yep. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just yeah. our weird thing. I know you're trying Plus to sympathise with uh, Maddie, but you, you're you, a different hang on. breed. <laughs> when, you, when you get up after well, a big night, you go to the gym. When they go out. Um, and funny funny you mentioned that, Abby. I might have actually been at the Dabber watching the Lions. Unfortunately, lose on Saturday night, so I might have been a little bit rough at gym yesterday morning. That's right. You should have been there earlier. I still class it as a win because I went for the girls, and that was an extraordinary game. So I believe the men's Absolutely. season doesn't start till next week. We must have got confused. Just a delayed start. Do you, do you go to the gym every day of the week? 
Uh, most days, um, if I didn't, I wouldn't fit into any of the suits that I have on air at the moment. So it's very much a maintenance. Oh, good motivator. Yeah. Right. So yeah. is that because is that because Channel Seven refuses to buy you any more suits, or you just you eat like a like a pig and then you just work I, it all off? I eat like a pig and I try my best to work it all off. Yeah. See, I'm, I like that theory. I don't, I do that, but I just don't do the gym part where I work it off. I just eat like a pig. I think Tony's being nice. I don't think he has a choice. I reckon his wife sets the alarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, are you, uh, are you forced? Funny one. I'm the one that gets her out, but she's are the you? one that gets a bit grumpy if I don't get her to gym. Ah. So literally, ah. she's a she's a lawyer that has pretty stressful days, so she likes to get yeah. out, and yeah. smash out a bit of exercise early in the day. So we like like to get that done early, right? Well, mate, the big question, <laughs> and everyone in Brisbane is wondering: with this rain, um, will it be stopped? by Thursday so that my Touch Rugby League team can finally get a game in after all these weeks off. So when (laughs) when do we see sunshine? Sunshine from Wednesday afternoon. Your all systems go from Thursday, Matty, but maybe try and get some long stops in there. It's still going to be pretty soggy underfoot. Fair enough. All right, Tony Auden, uh, buddy, we'll see you tonight on Channel 7, and we'll see you actually. Does Sam Mack get shitty when you come on and do do crosses for weather when he's the weatherman taking over? Only... Only when you have us both on Hit 105. Oh, sorry, B105. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't uh, have a degree, have though. B105 trying to throw some sledges at each other. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So, Hill, they'll go to him today to see what petting zoo he's at, and then they'll come to you for the actual weather. Is that how it rolls? Yeah, that's it. There's a difference between light entertainment and uh, authentic meteorology. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good hey, nice. Good on you, Tony, mate. Nice to see you. Nice to chat. Thanks, guys. And just everyone, be very careful on the roads. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ready. Things you can say would say in bed. What can you say in the bedroom in another scenario? It's just fun for a Monday morning. Your mum plays tricks on you. Today is while fishing. Ooh. Andy and Oxley, what can you say in both scenarios? Yeah, g'day guys, I reckon. Pull it out, pull it out. Yeah. Pull it out. Quick, quick. You've got to be quick, don't you, Andy? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, Josh in the switch, what can you say in the bedroom and whilst fishing? It both makes sense. I hear that smaller rods work better in the boats. Yeah. Do yep. they? Yes. It's not the size of the rod, it's the fisherman behind it, right, Josh? Correct them on those. Some people are more skilled than others. That's true. <laughs> Some people rely on their rod and you're like, no, mate. No. Some people just use soft. their hand. Well, just go grab it, grab it, grab, grab it by their hand and pull it out. Yeah. Really? Mm. They're, they're the talented ones. Ava in Forest Lake, what can you say in the bedroom and while fishing? It's Ava. I'm I knew, sorry. I knew, no, that, I knew that when I said yeah, it, to like, be honest. I knew that when hey, I said it. If we're going to do this, get her name right. Ava, Show some Ava, respect. welcome to the table. What can you say in the bedroom and while fishing? Um, don't pull so hard. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you yank too much and then there's nothing more. Slow it down. Mm. Slow it down. Take your time. Nicole in Underwood, what can you say in the bedroom and while you're fishing? Um, I think we're going to need a bigger bit of tackle to get there. Ah, mm. uh, bigger tackle. Mm. Catches yeah. the bigger fish. Depends mm. how big the ocean is too, you know. <laughs> That's true. Does hey, in Cooperoo, what can you say in both scenarios? Hey, hey, grab that rod, it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13, 10, 60, get involved, what can you say, in the bedroom and uh, whilst fishing? Anita, what can you say in both Hello. scenarios? Hey. Bit cheeky, but give it a kiss and take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
I can't believe we are going to ask this, to be honest. Mm. I don't know if anyone will call up and I apologise. I told a story and I'm pretty sure Matt came up with this idea. Maybe yeah. it was Siobhan because they're obsessed with it. <clears throat> I'll take ownership Our of it. Producer. I believe the question we're going to ask of you right now mm. will flood the phones. I don't feel comfortable with, with it. Interest. But anyway, here we go. <clears throat> 131060, what came out in the colonic? And the switchboards have lit up. Oh, my God. Hey, this is this is a serious <laughs> thing, though. This is year of health for my hubby and I because last year was just a year of... Debauchery. Yeah, COVID, everything went out the window. But we're like, we really got to take care of our health for our, for our kids' sakes. And I sent him to go and get a checkup. We both did. And, you know, we, we love Dr. Phil and he's quite thorough. So then he was asking about his family history and his mum had, like, polyps and I think his grandfather had, like, a bowel cancer issue. So it's a serious thing. And Erin Molan went and got one. Right. Recently, because her her sister was diagnosed with bowel cancer in her twenties, mm. so she went under. But it's it's a big thing for Scotty because he's got to change his diet, and you've got to have like a cleansing thing. Mm. So that's different, the colonoscopy. Mm. But you started talking about the fact that you went and got a colon for the show years ago. Yes. How would that be for the good of the show? Well, online content. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, we need to spice up the Facebook. Stab, can you go and get a colonic? Because I got and one I years ago, yes. and they put it in. They put it in front of you, and you never thought yeah, it was so interesting. Yeah, tube. Yeah, because mm. so, you can see stuff floating past. A colonic. People who get them swear by them, and mm. it, it's just saline, isn't it? They fill your stomach mm-hmm. and you your actually balanced feel your stomach, stomach coming right out, yeah. and, and then, then they, everything mm. that's built up in there all just washes out. Yeah, it's yeah. like a gurney for your gut. But they and then they leave the room and they've got it like a glass mm. wall mm. where you can see it all floating, which sounds ridiculous. But you're like, oh, well, you feel good after. See, because I always wonder if there's like a, a random Lego piece that maybe you swallowed as a kid mm-hmm. that's just never made its way through. Guitar pick was what she said when I was there, the weirdest thing she'd seen. Oh, you had a t- guitar No, the other guy, one guy. Oh, so we need people that work at places mm-hmm. like that. Um, my friend got one overseas. And every time she goes overseas, she got one done. And she was still here, you don't have to whisper. <laughs> that's just gross. <laughs> She's not in the room. Actually, she still lives overseas, right. so that's weird. <laughs> um, but she said that there was, like, worms. Worms? And then she started to realise, do they put them in there so that you feel good getting it out? Oh, oh they pump you full of worms. She was like, no, no, in the bucket sort of right. thing. Yeah. They go, oh, look how yeah. well you are now. Because the worms are good or a bad thing to have in there? Can you well, have, bad thing. They'll bad. say that they're cleansing her out. Right. Can you can't, So you can't have good worms in you. You can only have bad worms. Well, I think you have parasites in you regardless of who you are. Yeah. And sometimes they wouldn't do any damage. Mm. But you can have pa- bad parasites or good, good parasites. Because Scotty's having this clean out. So well, he... he's having it to, they put it, I don't know what they do. I guess they're checking the lining. Yeah. But it's a big deal for him. Okay, there's a camera going in, is there? Yeah. Yeah, right. Poor cameraman. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Um, if you've had, if you've had one of these, if you have had a colonic, back it in. I think people. Um, what do you want? You want like stuff that I was... want the truth. I just want to know because I I've heard urban myths of people who are like I went and a two dollar coin yeah. came out with yeah, it because yeah, yeah. it's been in my stomach for years and years. Mm. Or I don't actually... they normally come out? You need someone who works in one of the centres that does it. No, well, yeah, do. or they would let you know. Like you said, like if if you went and something strange came out mm. because it's been hiding in your stomach for all those years, mm. they would say to you, "Hey, you're not going to believe what just came out." Yeah. Do you, are you missing a front door key? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Can you whack well, it on these probably keys? Probably be a back door key, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn joins us from A1 Colonic uh, Hydrotherapy. Good morning. Good morning, guys. It's a fascinating topic. What, what sort of strange things have you had come out, or what does often? Often comes out parasites. 
Oh. We, we, what are they? We see lots of that. Mm. Everyone has parasites, but sometimes some people have an overgrowth of parasites, so they infest their body, so we see that very often. Well, I've personally seen a lot of amazing things come out myself. I've mm. been doing colonics for 14 years, mm. so I have seen um, uh, where someone bites an apple and the, the skin on the apple actually comes out as a whole. Mm. I've seen lolly wrappers. The, the most funniest thing I've ever seen is I had a, an elderly, elderly gentleman and he was really not, not in a good way. And halfway through his colonic, I stopped it and I said, when did your wife cook you roast pumpkin? Because it is whole and she burnt it. <laughs> and he said, three, three weeks ago. Oh, my goodness me. Wow. wow. Right. How does it get stuck up there? Like, do you, like if st- stuff is still coming out, why do some sort of like attach themselves to the wall or what is it? Yeah, so some people um, with with having colonics, there is a lot of intestine. So some people will have an overgrowth of mucus, etc. So it's like a plug, mm. and therefore the the matter gets stuck behind it. It also gets stuck in the little bits of pockets. Mm. So and it can get covered with mucus and continue to keep covering with mucus. So when you right. slowly rinse that out, all of a sudden these nasties come away. So, like, have you ever had a Lego man? I heard a Lego. Why the Lego. Well, just, I, Lego. I read Why don't you it. Eat a piece of Lego, <laughs> and you can go and, and we'll see wait. Caroline. I read yeah. on the internet that <laughs> Lego men and the little heads on the Lego men are very common. Look, we've we've had some amazing things. Myself personally, not a Lego man, right. but little little objects. You've got to understand, it comes out very fast, and unless we catch it by mm. turning the machine off, but we there are things that come out, and both the, the client and myself go, "What was that? Ah. Oh my god, oh, it's that just was." Gone. So yeah. you're not going to go have a, a trophy yeah, do, cabinet? But like, no, you're no. not going to keep it. I thought you guys would. You have like a cabinet of all oh the things God. that have come out. <laughs> Wouldn't you? No, no, definitely no. not. But don't touch it. It's like all... Caroline, can you do us a favour and not retire until you get a Lego man? And we'll send <laughs> Maddie there. I'll make he... it... I'll make it my mission. Yeah, he gets right. obsessed with this stuff. Well, mm. I, I, the problem is I read stuff on the internet and I think it's truth, you know? It's not the Encyclopedia Britannica, I know unfortunately. Job you're go to. That would be your dream job. That would be your oh, dream no, job. No, no, no. I like hearing the stories. I, I wouldn't want to get involved. <laughs> be hands on. Um, Do you need a number two, you, Caroline? I will tell you what goes in has to come out. So yes. if you're going to eat those Lego men, mm-hmm. they're coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could I try that? No. Would that be? I wouldn't. I mean, I suggest it as a joke. Do it. Do <laughs> I, it. I give it a go. But what about if All it right, doesn't? What about you come in and what you eat a Lego man? You come in and we'll see if we get it out. <sighs> what about if it doesn't go in there and you got to get surgery and it's stuck in your choke? stomach? What if you choke on it? Yeah, that's we'll a coat good, it in a banana good. or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like giving a dog its worming yeah. tablet. I'm sorry for this, Caroline. No, this we all are very sorry for this. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Well, yeah. Oh, love, we get it all the time. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet there's nothing that you haven't heard. A1colonics.com.au is your website. Thanks for calling through this morning, Carolyn. Have a lovely day, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Good song. Well, <laughs> is it really? Because last night on Married at First Sight, there was uh, Joe was explaining how James made her feel, and the expert, uh, John, jumped in and was saying this. He redirects conversations he manipulates the situation and then he starts making you second guess yourself on the truth that you know and there is the issue and this is an observation that we've made 
and that we need to bring up. Classic, stereotypical gaslighting behaviour. And it's something that has to stop. Mm. It is. And it's a form of psychological abuse because we know that abuse comes in all um, different shapes and forms, unfortunately. The expert from maths joins us now, John Aiken. When you said stereotypical of it, what actually is it? Explain it to people that might not know. Well, I think people that have been in relationships where, you know, they're with a partner who, when you bring up an issue or you have uh, feelings that you want to get off your chest, they then talk in circles. They deny it, they deflect, they dodge, uh, and then they throw it back at you. And so after a while, you start ending up kind of second-guessing yourself and feeling like, well, maybe actually I'm the problem here and not them. And it becomes very deflating, and in the end of it, you just generally stop bringing up issues. Mm. So it's a very toxic pattern to be in. And where does the term come from? How did it get called gaslighting? Is is that a reference to something? yeah, it goes back to to a film uh, back in the uh, earlier on, uh, where you know that that whole idea of um, the partner basically making the person feel as though uh, they are going crazy mm. um, when when they're not. They're actually they're seeing things that are real, but the way they talk in circles and deflect, it becomes very confusing. So, because uh, hearing this being explained, I've seen the term a lot, and we talked about it last week. I think I probably gaslit my now wife a little in the beginning of our mm. relationship, but I didn't even realise. Well, if you love me, you would marry me? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think it would be things, and John, I might be wrong here, would be, so we lived separately, and we used to have a lot of fights. Mm. And so, like, if I um, would go out on a night with the boys and not tell her what was going on, I would say things to her like you're just overreacting rather than say to her, I can understand me disappearing, how that would make you feel, and and then Mm. talking through it. I would just go, just relax. I didn't do anything wrong, which I didn't. Mm. But is it because you're not taking into account how they're feeling? You're just batting it back at them? Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the the core sort of signs of it is when someone brings up a question, you answer it with a question. Mm. And so the person's starting to think, uh, okay, well, I was meaning this. And then they come back with another question. And after a while, uh, you know, they're confused, but also you avoid any accountability. Mm. Uh, It's very frustrating to be in. uh, And it is sort of um, something that wears away at your self-esteem. I don't think I realised it because I was in one for like a year and a year and a bit, and it would always be like I'd bring up an issue, and then I would be after a half an hour the one apologising, and so embarrassed for it. And I'm so sorry that I even had this issue, and it would be like that's okay, I'll forgive you on this time, but you know, and you, yeah, I didn't realise, and I don't think you do realise for for some time. No, that's right. But but I think uh, that is a really good example of if you're in a relationship and you've got things that you're worried about or issues and you're bringing them up and you end up saying sorry for it all the time, then something's wrong because you're not being heard, you're not being validated. Mm. And that's what this behaviour does. It's sort of a, it, it creates a sense of um, power and control for the person who's engaging in that gaslighting behaviour. Well, I was watching the episode last night and James, what, he didn't even do it to Joe, he did it to everyone else who was questioning him at the time as well, you know, he, yeah. he was just throwing it, it was quite, I knew I, I was having this conversation today, but when I watched it, it was quite blatantly obvious that he was doing it, you know? Yeah, but but you know, like many of of them already on on the uh, on the series this year, they're not good at taking feedback. Mm. So mm. I've become even grumpier than I was last season. <laughs> you are grumpy. You're very grumpy, John. <laughs>
because you've got to call them out because they've got very little amount of time in the experiment. And if they just keep doing these old patterns, they'll end up single. So mm. we jump in harder and really call them out. And, so, and for James, for instance, he's possibly not heard about that behaviour before. Yeah. He's never had that light shone on it before. Mm. Well, we, we, my, we went to counselling, Esther and I, and we learned how to communicate properly because that was at the core of our issues is you don't communicate properly. If there is someone now who's hearing this thinking, God, maybe I am gaslighting and I don't even realise, what, what would you tell them to do for them to stop that, that behaviour? Well, I would say um, when someone brings up an issue uh, that they're upset about, you say sorry, mm. full stop. That that really is the opposite of what a gas, gaslighting behaviour is all about. Yeah. Gaslighting behaviour is all about blame, excuses, putting it back on the person. So if you say, look, I'm sorry, you know, I've, I've actually hurt your feelings, I'm going to do that differently. And also saying, yeah, I get it. I mm. get what you're saying. Because that those three little, I, I get it, those three little words are so important because a person goes, geez, okay, I've spoken up and my partner here has actually heard it. And what about for, um, I guess, the people that are on the receiving end where now they're listening to this and going, oh, my God, I am being gaslit. Is it a situation of just getting out of the relationship or you think it can change, like you said, if people are starting to listen and take responsibility? Yeah, no, I think, I think you can um, work on that. I mean, it is quite an ingrained sort of reaction for some people. And they've probably been doing it all their lives. But um, the, the way through it is, is to really stick with feelings rather than facts. Because if you get into the fact game with someone who gaslights, they're, they're, they'll talk in circles around you. Mm. And mm. so you, you can't, and you saw that last night, James having a go at the word frigid, and it made it very confusing. Um, so what you want to do is just stick with feelings. So you're saying, this is how it makes me feel. And like a broken record, keep hitting them with, I'm feeling, you know, like uh, deflated or um, unsupported or small or neglected. If you keep hitting them in the in the face with feelings, they can't argue with that. Mm. Well, John, uh, we really appreciate your time this morning, mate. We'll be watching Maths again, Channel Nine tonight, seven thirty. It's a pleasure, guys. Good on you, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, uh, don't forget Alpha Bucks is worth $10,000 every single day. It went off last week. Can we do it again this week? Here are some answers. Underbelly and Unicorn are two of the answers. So, you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're having a children's party. I don't know about you guys, but children's birthday parties um, are generally a celebration of another year for the parents surviving. I think the first birthday party is the most epic because mm, that's yes. like we made it through. The house was huge. Yeah, and you were like, well, the child's asleep. They don't care. Yeah. They, don't care. <laughs> they don't care. You can't say it's for the child. <laughs> no. And if you're getting a pony, you want a pony. Yes. They don't care. Oh, completely. I've never been to one of those. Have you ever been to a kid's party where they get Oh, pony? yeah, I have. Have you? Yeah, and they even had, they stuck a horn on it to make it look like a unicorn. <sighs> really? Yeah. I love those parents that are so unashamedly over the oh, top. Oh, it was hectic, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Xander's birthday this year was great because one of his good mates at school, his birthday is the day before Xander. Mm. So on Xander's actual birthday... Um, there was a, he was having a Sky Zone party, the other mm. kid. So all of Xander's friends were there. Perfect. And I didn't have to pay for it. That's I was so like, good. Here you go, mate. You yep. with all your friends on your birthday. There you go. Good stuff. Um, but over the weekend, we had a, um, it wasn't a party, if you ask Esther. It's not a party. Okay. Because we weren't going to do anything for but you Eden. you said we weren't having a party. Year. No. So she's like, it's not a party. 
Just some people coming over for drinks and pizza. That's a, that's the definition of a party. With and that would be a cake. But no, it wasn't like a party. She didn't want a party. Ethan's party already stuff. had a party. It's not a party. Is there any time you won't come to her defence? No. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I there honestly... There balloons. <laughs> I don't think I've ever disagreed with her. Uh-huh. She would be like perfect wife material for me. I would never come to you when I have a problem no. with Esther, and I would never go to Esther when I have a problem with you, because neither of you Why would support me. Why don't you try me. next no. time, and I'll try no. and be on your side, and I'll see how it goes. So okay. you had a party. No, you <laughs> didn't have a party, but everyone rocked up. So you basically. had a party. Was it your family? Yeah, my family came. Uh, my cousin, their little kids came along. Um... And it turned into a bit of a booze on, as yeah. it always does. I, I went to bed at about 10.30 because I'd had enough, and then I heard the neighbours next door came home from the pub and they ended up over there. It all it all went on. Wow. The one thing, though, that I am so annoyed about, mm. and if you do this, you are the worst person in the world, and oh. this is my eldest sister. She got Eden a heap of bath bombs because she loves bath bombs. Mm. That's totally fine. They're glitter-filled, they're coloured, they make the water all different colours. That I can deal with. Mm-hmm. That is fine. I don't care that you put glitter all through my, stickers? my bathroom. She no, stickers? not no. stickers, but the same thing. If you give kids a colouring pack with stickers, mm. you're a jerk. Don't do that. Mm. They like stickers. I know they do, but the parents don't like stickers all over the walls. Oh. You know when you see a car... And you see on the inside of the uh, car yeah. window that the kids stick at it. Yeah. Uh. That just gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> My sister had this giant box packed full of all of the bath bombs, and inside it was shredded tissue paper. Oh. And I'm talking... Filler. Yes. Makes it, makes it look bigger. That's what she said. I just want, didn't want it to look too empty. Yeah, if you don't want to look too empty, but the bath bombs, you've got to put it around it. I'm with I'm with all of you. That I love crap, all the females in your family. I don't know what happened with the males. They're everywhere through my house. There mm. is not a corner of the house. Mm. And you know me, I don't like to sweep, but it is everywhere. I got out of the shower this morning and it was stuck on the back of my Sometimes leg. Sometimes you can get cardboard ones. Have you ever seen those? The cardboard shredded fillers? Oh. You, think, you think that's bad? You think that's bad? And she did this on purpose. My sister... Every year she gives Rory an advent present. Uh, so it's like 25 gifts. She opens them up one day at a time oh, on the lead so up to cute. Christmas. It is cute. She gave it to her this year in a box that was about waist high, maybe bigger, filled with, have a guess. Sawdust. Polystyrene balls. Oh, that is the worst. I'm still finding them. I'm still finding And she, she giggled gleefully as she did it. Like she knew what she was doing. And then as we dived in, you know what else was in there? She threw some glitter in for good measure. <laughs> just, the, just the icing on the cake. I see on the cake. What? Sharon is funny. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I love Sharon. Uh-huh. Remember? Mm-hmm. We were like, we were besties. Mm-hmm. She's like, we should hang out in the morning. I'm funnier than my my brother. I was like, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm the looks. The, the girl code. So uh, this, this is what I wonder. Mm. Do you do that then as a nice way to make the present look good? Or is there a party that knows it's going to annoy no, someone? No, I do it as a nice pre- like present. Because there is a way to get them out. And if you were to give them, like, you can't just get them out and then just put them in the recycle straight away. No, see, the kids, no. they didn't even care about the bath oh, bombs. She just All the kids, those. that were just pegging it around well, everywhere. It's a cheap present for next time when you think about it. Sounds like a great party. <laughs> it was not a party because we weren't invited. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Making his television debut from his bathroom here in Los Angeles, Sam Fisher, live from the lavatory. City's gonna break my heart. City's gonna love me leave me alone. Hey, it's great to have this guy back on the show with us. Uh, he's a bloody legend. Sam Fisher, good morning. Hey, we love that introduction. Thank you, mate. So good to be chatting with you guys. What's going on? 
Well, not much since we last spoke to you, but more more for you than us. Uh, you got this smash song out with Demi Lovato. I am obsessed with that. I keep playing it in repeat in in the car, and my sons are like, "No, we like it." And I'm like, "You're not getting the lyrics, though, guys. You know, like, <laughs> listen, to, yeah, like just don't care what other people think, yeah, you know." Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, "We get no. it, but it's the fifth time in a row, so chill, mum." <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. They don't get it. They they need to listen to it five times in a row to get it in, you know? Mm. Uh, but thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's been a, a mental month or so now. So, Does your, because yeah. um, it obviously says about you used to call your mum every Sunday. And I just want um, yeah. and, and you live over in America. <laughs> Calm down. Does your mum, now even at your superstar st- status, does your mum still get pissy at you when she hasn't, like, my mum used to, when I move away from home, she'd be like, ah, your fingers work, did eh? I'm like, mum, I'm ringing now. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, I love, first of all, I love the voice that you put on when you, when you talk, like, your mum. Well, you do, you do your parent voice. Like, okay, my parent voice is like, Sammy, why haven't you called me? Which, like, isn't how my mum sounds at all, but uh, everyone has a parent voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? My mum is, she's she's so chill. She does get on my back for not calling her. Um, but when I, you know, when I told her that I was going to be in a song with Demi Lovato, yeah. I, I FaceTimed her and actually she knew that and she was like chill about it. And then when I told her that YouTube were giving me a billboard in Sydney, she, I was like, Mom, there's going to be a billboard going up of me in Sydney. And she was like, oh, cool. I just got two cats. Do you want to meet them? <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's just cool, calm, collected. And uh, I don't know. She's, she, she's used to it, I guess. That's good for you, though. That would keep you grounded as well. You don't want to, you don't want to stage, Mum, you know. Absolutely. Oh, she's she's the furthest thing from a stage from. Bless her. She's uh, she's my biggest champion, and she absolutely loves to keep me grounded. So, is it true that the first time you heard the song, because you had the opportunity to meet Demi Lovato, and you guys have said that it seems like you've known each other for your whole life, um, and she recorded the song, but you hadn't heard it until you got off stage. I, I always find it weird that you weren't at the recording thing; you just got it in your email. Yeah, that's well. When I re- that that is exactly what happened. I got off stage and I had a text from the producer being like, "Here is Demi Lovato's cut on our song." And I was like, "Okay, that's something I never thought would happen." But uh, it, I wrote the song in early 2019, like well before anything had happened with this city. I was pretty much convinced that I was going to end up quitting music. It was dark times for me, uh, and I wrote the song not thinking that it would be a duet or anything, and you know, when Demi heard it, she connected with it immediately and she jumped on it a couple of days later. But I remember getting the text being like, hey, Demi Lovato's heard your song and wants to jump on. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a whirlwind. But hearing her on it was, it feels like, I know a lot of people have said it feels like it was written for her and it wasn't. And we've lived obviously very similar lives. Uh just kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know. We're, we're about to see the documentary um, that she's just done. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like, are you on the drugs, Sam? I was like, that's like, pretty hectic, I was, like, I was like, oh, no, they don't get it. Um, no. I've lived in, you know, total obscurity for 30 years. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Have you seen the, her documentary, though? Because she's such an amazing woman at, at sharing so much as well for other people that are going through it. She's been like a shining light. Have you watched it? I have not. I am going to experience it in real time with everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke to her about it 
when uh, the trailer came out, and the trailer came out actually the day that we filmed Ellen. So Demi Lovato is like the number one trending thing on Twitter, and I'm hanging out with her, and so that was an experience in、mm. itself. But she's just she's a ball of wisdom now. She's been through so much.、Mm. It's so beautiful the way that she's able to share her story, and I think it's gonna it's gonna be a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow watching the documentary. But it, it is raw. It's honest, and you know I think she's someone who. People in general who who become superstars like that, they don't ask, they don't go set out to be a role model,、mm-hmm. and they're just trying to do the best they can while dealing with people who have a thousand different opinions about the perception of you instead of who you actually are. So, right, she's pretty cool. You're an Aussie boy moved over there to America. You know, you've had killer songs now, and your your circles would have changed quite quick when you get a hit song. You know, all of a sudden you get invites to the parties and the people and stuff. Does it change? Do you go all of a sudden? You're at parties, and then there's all these drugs and stuff there. Like, is it what we imagine it to be like? Well, you know, I'll let, I'll let you know when when the world's back. Oh, true. Back, oh, back. oh yeah.、Point. Well, we've all heard Ed Sheeran's song about beautiful people, so we're pretty sure that's accurate. <laughs>、um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the truth teller himself.、Um, <laughs> Oh, I、uh, yeah. All my success has happened in the pandemic.、Mm. So as far as I'm concerned, it takes me from my living room to my studio to my kitchen. And、uh, is that good、cool、or bad? Like, do you, do you wish do you wish this happened outside of a pandemic, or are you glad it's within it? That's you're probably one of the first、uh, artists to experience this. Of course, I wish that the world was normal, and I wish that I could be back home and we could be doing this in studio.、Yeah. Um, I'm happy to have success at any point. It, it's、uh, when, when this city started going off, people were saying, "Oh, you had this overnight TikTok success," and I'm like, "Well, it took me took me ten, fifteen years to become、yeah. an overnight TikTok success." <laughs> yeah, always、yes. like anytime, anytime there's success attached to my name, I'm happy, regardless of whether it's within my four walls or. The one thing I heard that though is he's going to call us when he's at the party to let us yes, know. Yes, guys, there's drugs everywhere. <laughs> I heard that. Drug central, and now you'll be with me. <laughs> yeah, you guys will provide the drugs. Just kidding. No, 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 that is a joke, everyone. That is a joke. Drugs are bad. I'm kind. Being being in lockdown for so long, this might explain it. Did you not Did you not pack too much when you left to go to America? You know, mate, that was、uh, it was over ten years now.、Uh-huh. Uh, that- And over here, but to be fair, I, I it was one suitcase. Yeah. That through college, and then、uh, I didn't have a place to sleep, and I was a, a background singer when I first moved to LA, and we went on tour, and in between legs of the tour,、uh, I would get back, and I'd hit the tour manager, be like, "Hey, can I just come and stay in your couch for <laughs> between now and when we go back out?" So yeah, it was it was a suitcase. Because it's just we've got a photo of you for our bio, and I don't know how old the photo is, but you're wearing the exact same outfit、oh, that, that you're wearing you're today. To point out. I thought you're pointing、yeah. out. I'm like, yes, it's Sam Fisher.、Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've just got stop. Oh no, you know what? It's not the same outfit. It's close. close. But,、uh, Different undershirt. Different yeah, undershirt. You know what that、it's、is? Brand, it's that's, a brand. That's a、uh, Steve Jobs. You stick to what you know. If it works, I change it. If it ain't broke,、um, you know what I mean. You stole it from the stylist at the photo shoot. We've all been there before. <laughs> Take me to them,、um, mate.、Uh, our producers did a bit of research into you for us, as they do. And it, did you go to school with Delta Goodrum? <laughs>、uh, yeah, we we crossed paths. I was probably four, and she was like fourteen. But、uh, we figured out we figured out that we、uh, sang in a choir together. 
She was the soloist and I was in the choir, but it was at like a a library opening at our school. Wow. Oh, that is so cool. She's going to love that age gap, though, when you just said that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You should have always said we were a couple of years apart. Um, (laughs) That's how it's supposed to work, Sam, just so you're aware. Okay? That was just listening. I'm sorry. We'll definitely let her know, mate. Um, Now, so we're speaking to you, obviously, from your your flat right now in America. Are you, you in LA? Is that where you're living? I am. I'm in LA. I'm in North Hollywood. In LA, because um, you're and so you would do a lot of these, and you're a married man. So do do you have to say to your wife, "Hey, babe, I'm going in to do an interview right now," so she doesn't like come in in the room or to ask you a question or something like that? Do you? Because my wife works from home, and she's always like, "Oi, I'm taking a Skype, so shut up up there." <laughs> uh, you know what? Anytime that I I have the opportunity to to do promo to talk to you guys and I leave her alone for a bit after yeah. being in the pandemic and and quarantining for now a year in LA together mm. she's just like have some alone time I think but yeah, uh, so she's I, happy she's like go on do you reckon she organized this interview <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. no I'm just thinking at any point now like you could have done something to annoy her like not empty the dishwasher she could come storming in there and be like Sam mm-hmm. No, they've only been married two years. <laughs> Doesn't happen yet. So it's all good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've only been married two years, and a year of it's been in the lockdown. So. Wow. Oh, well, that's so, the yeah. ultimate, though, isn't it? I have seen you guys driving in the car together, and you're both singing, and she's also a singer. So I like it when it's like, are you guys having arguments about who's taking what part and what the notes are? <laughs> you know what? When she sings, I just kind of I prefer to listen. She's got such an amazing voice. Uh, but you know what? She's listening. Isn't yeah, she? She's listening. Can she hear? Can she hear? <laughs> Like, she's ready to come in and attack me. No, uh, we we have fun. I mean, look, being a singer is our passion, it's our love, but it's also our job. So mm. when we are, we don't we don't really sing together when it's just us. And if we do, we're kind of just messing around, and joking, mm. and singing. Well, buddy, hey, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Everyone in Australia is hella proud of just how you are smashing it. You know, you're on the Ellen Show performing with Demi Lovato. Your singles get drilled on every radio station in Australia. Um, so good stuff, buddy. Really appreciate your time. Means as well, guys. Thank you so much for all the support. Truly cannot wait to get back home so we can do IRL. But uh, until then, thank you, you guys. Really appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. A vicious storm hit the state. A massive storm front causing chaos. One of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago because you know how you're always like, how many millimetres landed? And we're like, but where? And we wanted to know if people have rain gauges because they could give us an accurate, accurate announcement of what it is over there. You know how you throw it out and you're like, oh, you know, at Oxley there's been this many millimetres. But is that just... Well, at the end of the day, a rain gauge is a cup with a ruler on it. It's a measuring cup. Is it? Maybe it's so much more than that to the people that have it because I find if you've got a rain gauge, you love to be able to give those stats. Well, but a rain gauge owner is very similar to a vegan. You know they've got one because they tell you. Yes. You know, and they. What's the l- point of having one if you can't share it? I That's think they're like those point. people who have solar and like to show you how much electricity they have saved. Have you seen mine? Because exactly. I can give you that one yeah, if you want. Exactly. Very yeah, exciting. How yeah. much was your power bill? Yeah. <laughs> now, I know I know that question's going to be followed by... I'm, I'm selling it back to the grid. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, how, that's how much electricity we make. Is that my voice? It sounds really classy. I like it. Thanks, guys. Hey, but Kylie, <laughs> in Forest Lake, your partner yeah, has hi, a how you going? Good. rain gauge... Yeah, I was just listening to what you said. If only we could sell water back to someone, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good true. point. <laughs> so how obsessed with his rain gauge is he? 
Uh, he said Cesc. It's actually not even the old typical one with the plastic ruling. This is a digital one. That's Ooh. how that's how intense he is. I, I knew they would have one. changed. They would have been upgraded. So does he check it every day? Does he tell you what it is? Oh, yes, he tells me every day, and whether I like it or not, I have to hear it. <laughs> what was it this morning, I get Kylie? To hear the I get to, it was uh, 90 mils this morning at 6 a.m. in 24 hours. Wow. That's pretty good. I oh, my God, yeah. I love it. I'd take a digital one. I know. Yeah, yeah you, are, you are a rain gauge guy. You totally are. Why? Because you're like oldie cardigan type. Wow. You're, like clo- you're close to now. death. So get yourself a hobby you to a live hobby. out your last no, day. No, I think you'd find it interesting. Is it going to rain on my funeral? <laughs> I mean, you're check. a Scottish man. You must be obsessed with the rainfall. Oh, we do love the weather. That's what I'm saying. Like, they always the give you an update, and you're like, but it's the same as what well, it was I, every day. Right, so then, Adrian, <laughs> our, against the model. our um, audio producer, never does this, just come running into the studio, oh, he's got kick a, down the yes. door, and what did you say? I said I was away for the weekend, and the first thing I did when I got home was check my rain gauge. Now, why did you get one in the first place? Well, I planted out all this big garden around our back deck, yep. and mm. I kind of just wanted to know how much rain was falling in our area. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you get the, the apps that tell you how much yep. was in Brisbane, but I wanted to know how much was hitting the garden so I knew if I had to water or not. Yeah. How much was it? It was about 85. Right. Okay. But that, ours is like a little micro one that's like, yeah. and it's between two buildings. So, See, you know, Maddie, it's probably like not an accurate. Yeah. It's a good present. I mean, I reckon my husband would love it as well. He's rain gauge type. Is, yeah. there, any, is there any female loving gauge rain gauges out there? Kelly from Deception Bay, do you love your rain gauge? I sure do. Mm. Yeah. Where did you get one first? Uh, we've had one for about 15 years, and we're on our second one because the first one got hit by hail and smash. Oh, no. Oh, yes. goodness. Yeah. Goodness me. So it can't, it can't catch hail? No. No. Is it's there a hail spray. gauge? Can you get a hail gauge? I think you just look out yeah. and go, yeah, you that's hail. look outside. Um, that's right, yeah. What was it like in Deception Bay? How much was in yours this morning? Uh, we had to actually empty it when we had a blackout at around about 3 o'clock this morning right. because it was... It was overflowing, right? And that was since yesterday afternoon when the rain started, and it was over 159 mil. And wow. I checked it just before, mm. and we had another 10 mil of rain since about three o'clock. Do people enjoy having Gage chat with you? Well, my parents live out at Nanango, so oh, yeah. we sort of compare our rain that we get <laughs> mm-hmm. to yep. them. The Nanango range, yep. Mm. Yes, mm. and sort of see how much they get out there to what we get here. Right. But also, there are a couple of other people that I know they're only 10 minutes away, and their rain level's totally different for ours. Why don't we get rain gauges and we compare what it is for the suburbs? Well, I'm just thinking this time tomorrow, if rain gauges are so popular, could we get people from suburbs to call up and we've got yeah. to guess the gauge? Like, we've got to try and guess how much we think was Well, they can there. tell us the amount. We can tell them what suburb they're in. If you're just tuning in, you are still on the FM band. I know it sounds like <laughs> you're not, but I'm trust gonna me. I'm going to get some rain gauges, and then you come in the morning, you tell me what it was in Oxley, I'll say what Karina Heights, and then we'll have a rain, rain fall in Barden. Well, in between well, we the money kept, showers. Yeah. We've kept records in diaries for the last six years. Oh, you have oh my God. Kelly, you have wow. not. You've got a scrapbook of everything. Yep. <laughs> We've got like a list, like a, we've got a pile of diaries that sit in one you of the cupboards so downstairs. What about if you go away for a weekend? Do you get someone to do it for you? No, we just check it when we come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've got question. a camera Otherwise, on it. We check it every day, mm. or it's like yeah, when it rains like this, we might have to go and check it two or three times a day.
There you go. See, there's a whole underground community out there, guys. We don't mm. even know about yeah, it. They're underground, right? and especially rain gauges Rangages. wouldn't really work if it was an underground neighbourhood. <laughs> no, <they're people. laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Something's been annoying me for a while. Mm-hmm. And I love avocados. Mm. Shepherd avocados are not real avocados. Like they're not nice. Does anyone like the different avocados? No one's out there, okay. You guys don't eat avocados, do you? Nah, what's a shepherd avocado? They're the ones that are in season now, and I like my house back. And they're not there. And they're just, they're different. They're they really the different. I, I eat avocado. They're the same. They are not the same. It's an avocado. No, what's the difference? The, the taste. Everything. The shape. The shape's different? I think you might be eating a cucumber. No, mate, I'm not. I know the difference. What are you talking about? They taste the same to you? I've never, I'd, I'd have never bought one. Can you? What amazes Shep, me? Can you help me out? Shepherd avocados are not as nice as the others, right? Oh, hang on. They're trash, he said. They're trash. See? Bring yeah. back, bring back Haas season. Thank you. Is that Haas? I've been saying Haas. Steph says they're all the same and they don't taste different and they don't look different. Categorically not. Thank you very much. Like Nobody likes the Shepherd avocados. I'm sorry, but we try. I'd like to welcome our new sponsors to the show, Shepherd avocados, the avocado of choice for. Not you don't need avocados. No, they make me gassy. Well, then... Okay. So I do that for you. Thanks, but no thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> As you know, we had a little uh, nod, non-party, as my wife said. It's not party. a party. Mm. My daughter, uh, for a... How old is she? Fourth Four. birthday. Fourth birthday. Mm. Um, when I get tired, I'm done. Like When I'm done, I'm done. There's no lingering for me. I just... I'm done. So I went to bed. Can you sleep when everyone's around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to, I can get to sleep real quick. But I'm not sure why people think that like they can come in. They think they're going to convince you. Once you're feeling tired, they can talk you around not being tired come anymore. Come on, bro. Come on. Few like, drinks, you'll be fine. No, I'm, I'm tired. That's why I'm in here. I didn't come in here for any other reason but to sleep. No. And when they're like, yeah, but you're still fully clothed. I know. That's what I do when I drink red wine. I go to bed fully clothed with my belt and my shoes on. That's not comfortable. It was. You'd think it wasn't, <laughs> but it was. Don't come in and try and wake a person up once they're done. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Just, you know you've got little ticks, little things that you do, little habits. You do. You like to check your split ends in your hair. Maddie's a cacophony of all sorts of noises and sweeps and things and looks over there. I realise, and I only realise this when I do this. I realise that I do push my glasses up the bridge of my nose quite a lot. Today I'm wearing contact lenses, and I still occasionally poke myself in the nose looking for my glasses to push them back up to where they are. They must feel like they're really falling. <laughs> you fake yawns your other one oh too. Oh my you god, fake you yawn. fake yawn. Fake yawns are if best. You, if you don't like a conversation or yeah. if you feel like I don't want to answer that or I don't know, you like... You give yourself thinking time. Oh, yes! But it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's like, really obvious. Oh, oh, I don't know oh, if I'll be able to come uh, oh, camping. Going to I think we're... Uh, oh, am I going to answer the uh, question? Nah. I'll work on that, guys. No, you don't have to. No, some, I will. We've noticed. I will. No, I don't. Um, what I'm saying is when you're lying, it's very obvious because you fake yawn. No, I don't. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks for no thanks. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Good stuff. That's the end of the podcast, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.